Hi there, a blessed day to all. Just as our body, physical body, is in need of material food, so as our soul is in need of the word of the Lord. Shall we pray? Lord, we open to you our minds, our hearts, and may you speak to us. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. What fills your heart dictates what comes out of your mouth. Welcome to our daily manna. This statement reminds me of what had happened in the book of Acts in the early history of the church. Well, let me bring your hearts and minds this time in the book of Acts chapter 4, beginning with verse 34 up to the following chapter, chapter 5, verse 11. Let me read some fourth portion of this text. It says here in verse 34 up to verse 37. For there was not a needy person among them, for all who were owners of land or houses would sell them and bring this, the, the proceeds of the sales, and they lay them at the apostles' feet, and they would be distributed to each as any had need. Now Joseph, a Levite of Cyprian birth, who was also called Barnabas by the apostles, which translated means son of encouragement, and who owned a tract of land, sold it and brought the money, and laid it at the apostles' feet. Now, this was a practice that was so unique in the early church, wherein those who own or possess a land, they would sell it and lay the proceeds to the apostles' feet so that it would be distributed to those who are in it. Don't get me wrong, this is not socialism, this is not communism. However, the disciples, with their own desire to be of help to others, to their fellow believers, they initiated with their own volition to sell their own lands and give it to the apostles so that it would be distributed among the needy. This was a practice that they did at the early part of the history of the church. But the story did not end in the last verse of chapter 4. It continued in chapter 5, wherein the chapter introduces to us a couple named Ananias and Sapphira. And these two also was mentioned to have a property of themselves. And what happened is that they sold their property for a certain amount and then they brought a portion of that amount to the apostles. And when the apostles received that amount that they gave, they inquired of them, is this the whole amount that is considered to be the proceed of the land that you sold? And they said, yes. The first time was the husband Ananias in verse 3 of chapter 5 it says here but Peter said Ananias why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and to keep back some of the price of the land meaning Peter confronted this guy Ananias now I want us to take note that there is a description about Satan that he used here when he said Satan has filled your heart I'll repeat, Satan has filled your heart. There is an issue of the feeling here in the heart of Ananias. Well, it's important to note this matter because if you look at chapter 4, the context of this particular verse, there is a repeated, I mean, a repeated idea or incident wherein the author, Dr. Luke, recorded describing that the Spirit of God was filling the hearts of the believers. Look at chapter 4, verse 8. Then Peter, filled by or with the Holy Spirit, 
said to them, rulers and elders of the people. So there was the feeling of the Spirit in the heart of Peter. You look at the same chapter, chapter 4, verse 31. And when they had prayed, the place where they had gathered together had shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And they began to speak the word of God with boldness. So the concept of feeling was there. And the feeling of the Holy Spirit created a very positive effect in the lives of the believers that the presence of the Spirit of God deep within them became like a, it, it produced a ripple effect that the people surrounding them were affected by it. However, this time, when Ananias was confronted by Peter, Peter mentioned that you were filled by Satan, not by the Holy Spirit. And what happened? Because of that, he lied to the apostle. And Peter attributed that lie to the devil. And that lie is not only against the apostles, but against the Holy Spirit of God, who is dwelling, who is filling the church that time. And you know what happened? If you're familiar with the story, Ananias just fell down dead because of that lie. And later, the wife of Ananias came, Sapphira, and he was, she was confronted as well with the same question. And she also agreed with her husband, and she also died that time. And then after that, the text tells us in verse 11, And great fear came over the whole church and over all who heard of these things. This is not just a fear that talks about respect, but this is a fear that they felt in their midst because it speaks about the very presence of God, the reality of God's presence and the seriousness of one's life in the presence of this Almighty God who fills the church, the lives of the believers. Now, it's important for all of us today to, to reevaluate our actions, our speech. Why? Because as I have said earlier, whoever fills our hearts or whatever fills our hearts, it is dictating the kind of thing that would come out of our mouth. That is going to dictate the kind of action that we will display. So I am praying that as we evaluate further about ourselves, about our hearts, May we find the presence of the Holy Spirit and may we become guided individuals as we live this life, not only in our action, but even in the way we talk with others, the way we deliver words with the people around us. It is my prayer that you and I will manifest the presence of the Holy Spirit that fills our hearts day by day. How is your life? How do you find the words that come out of your, of your mouth? How do you find the actions that you do in relation to your fellow believers, in relation to those people that you engage with day by day? How is your thinking? How are your decisions in life? All of this will be dictated or shall be dictated by the one who fills your heart, no other than the Holy Spirit Himself. And may we all be guided day by day by God, the Holy Spirit, in the way we live. God bless you all.